0: Welcome everybody to um another episode of Four Layer Tape. We are still on The Watchmen. This episode that we will be covering is episode eight. A God Walks into a Bar. Haha. <laughs> we'll see later. This is one of the best episodes of TV. Like for me, it ranks right up there with like the master of none Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> There are just some episodes of TV that are just so good, and this is one of them. So, I'm your
1: girl, Kim.
2: It's me, Mimi. It's
1: your girl, Mel.
2: It's your boy, Marcus, a.k.a. James Baldwin. All right. Okay. Okay. If you don't know who James Baldwin is, I'm I'm on my Joe Biden. If you don't know who James Biden is, James Baldwin is, you ain't black.
3: As you scoff okay. down your grape or olive or whatever it is.
0: Whoa, whoa, <laughs> muscadine. He in Georgia, you know he eating a muscadine.
1: muscadine. Uh, okay. <laughs> my grandpa used to make muscadine wine. Oh <laughs> uh, my grandmama used
3: to too. Okay
0: mm-hmm.
1: then. Yeah, we you know we black.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so like I said, if you don't know who James Baldwin is, you ain't black.
1: Well, shout, out, shout out to James Baldwin. Uh, we're, not, we're not your Negro. That's what we say. That's what we are today. We ain't your, your Negroes today. That's we not. Um, but before we get started, please, everyone. Um, whenever we release this episode, please make sure that you fill out your census. Uh, the right now, we found out probably today uh, this week, we found out that they are going to end the census thirty days early. They are wrapping it up early, so please make sure you uh, go online or fill out your census paperwork and put it in the mailbox um as soon as you can, so that you don't uh, that we don't miss that so our neighborhoods and our communities can get the funding that they need
3: Amen. and that we're
1: represented. That we're represented.
3: Also, uh, uh,
2: that, uh,
1: election day is mm-hmm. November November third. Um,
2: please make sure that you're registered to vote and you know your voting location and that you haven't been heard from voter voter rolls. Man, I don't know. Yeah,
1: I. So I heard that yeah, definitely in Georgia uh, they are saying make sure that your name has not been purged from uh, the voter registration, like from those from that system. So I guess uh, people are trying to do some you know shady things uh, with voter suppression in in twenty twenty Jim Crow. So please make sure you go online and make sure that you are registered to vote. If not, please register to vote as soon as you can. So you can all we can all get out there and uh, make our voices heard. Or mailing your ballots when you get it. Please don't wait till the last minute. Um, so all that good stuff. So we can try to take our nation back. And, re- and rebuild ourselves get back on track yeah or a better track we are gonna do a better track bigger and better um so this is like i said all of our favorite episode of this of this series um a, a god walks into a bar and it's a play on you know actual bar and then angela's name is angela her last name is angela abar uh, I think this is a beautiful episode. Uh, I feel like what I love the most about it is that it wasn't rushed. Not a single thing about it was like kind of slow and meticulous, but so perfectly done. Like I just felt like, oh, I can just sit here in this story for a while and just fall in love in this very strange, <laughs> weird way. It was just, it was crazy. I loved it. But it jumps around a lot. Like we know, uh, time is, is a flat circle. Um, it's going to jump around a lot. So I'm going to need you guys to chime in if I get. Off track a little bit. I tried to stay on with uh, getting where they were. Your wife in the storytelling, um, but we can play around with that and just help each other out and you know go from there. And I think I'm definitely going to reach out to Marcus a little bit more on the backstory of uh, John Osterman. because I, I think I'm a little bit a little bit want to make sure I get all that information together and his relationship with Ozzy Mandias because I think I'm a little bit confused a little bit later on in the um, in the episode. But I'll bring that up so let's get going we are opening in vietnam where angela we find out she uh, uh is a police officer there um, as we know from the very first episode that she was a police officer before they moved um before she moved her uh her and her husband came to uh, tulsa oklahoma so we see that it's the same day in the last episode, episode seven, they're celebrating the day that uh, kind of like the independent, not an Day, state, but the, like a the 4th of July almost. So they call it the VVN day. And it's the day that the Vietnam uh, became the 51st state in the, in the union of the United States of America. So, you know, people have been partying all night all day and having fun and dressing up like uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan in full. They're just men walking around naked with, with full bodies of blue p- paint. So that was kind of bizarre. Um, and we see this man kind of walking down the street. He is all blue and in a black suit. When we all know that Dr. Manhattan is uh, a blue person, a man of, of blue uh, uh, skin coloring. And... Uh, of oh, color? Is that what yeah. you were saying? Yeah. He's a man... Uh, he's, <laughs> he is a, a, blue, a, a blue skin color. I, I don't know. Dr. Manhattan, he's just doing his own thing. Mm-hmm. So you see him, his back. He's walking down the street. It's in the evening time and he kind of picks up somebody had dropped like a dr manhattan mask so he puts it on so you see dr manhattan and a doctor manhattan mask. you're like oh my goodness so this is kind of this is getting kind of weird and he walks into the bar where we see angela sitting down kind of having a drink by herself um so he goes and sits down with her and it's like oh can i join you and she's just like not really feeling him at all from the very second that he even opens his mouth um and we find out that she is there commemorating her the anniversary of her parents death Um, And as we remember from the last episode, we learned that Angela's mom and dad were killed on this holiday when she was a small child by uh, terrorists who um, blew her parents up. And they yelled that the U.S. people and the American soldiers were invaders, not not seeing them as people coming to help out, but we've invaded our country and and, and hurt us. So her parents had passed away and she's there having a drink after work. So he tells her, um, he's like, oh, I know that already um you don't have to tell me uh he says i'm dr manhattan and he's like she was like well aren't you on mars she's like no he's like no i'm not on mars me dr manhattan and she's you know like this is some bullshit like dude if you don't go on somewhere with this shit, we already know she don't play around like she is not happening yet
2: that's game that's game right there man
1: i think you should probably not open with i'm dr manhattan you should like open with something else oh
2: If if a guy if a guy has a million dollar bank account, he don't that's that you
1: start with that. You you don't oh, no you start with that. No, I think you're I'm going disagree.
0: Especially when everybody else is dressed in blue. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm not even taking you
1: seriously. No. And she was one hundred percent not taking him seriously. So she looking at him like, Whatever, dude, I'm just trying to enjoy my beer, you know, calm down, like go find yourself some somewhere else to be. And he says reason. Huh? Almost missed out on husband because of that. <laughs> she did. She almost missed out on a blessing. So he tells her, I am Dr. Manhattan. You know, it's I'm not on Mars. That's a decoy. You know, I've been uh, I haven't been there for 20 years. He says, uh, that's basically a looped video that's been playing, and I've been on this place called Europa, which is um a moon of Jupiter. And she's like, Okay, if you say so, crazy man, um, and he tells her. So she's still not buying it. And he tells, she's like, well, if you're, you know, you're on Europa, you're here, you're everywhere, like, give me a break. So he, then he starts to tell her that, you know, he, he experiences every, everything at all times. Um, he experiences everything all at once. He doesn't have really like, there's no before, like he's, so Marcus, help me to understand like how, so he, is he multiplying himself everywhere or is he just in all the timelines? I guess that's where I got kind of confused because he's experiencing everything all at the same time and he can yeah. be different places. He's,
3: so. he's experiencing it all. He Like, if you look at time as... <laughs> all happening at the same time. Yeah, yeah, the way scientists say it actually is, but on like different planes, mm-hmm. but you're not able to experience it. But on one level, he's able to experience it on, at all at the same time. He can experience it as... He's living right now as a boy. He's living like now as... Old self, if he if he could get old,
2: so yeah, yeah. I, I kind of compared it to the Flash. If you if you know anything about like the Flash and his origin story and his powers or whatever, the Flash kind of lives in every every moment that of his life. Like, kind of okay. say his his mind his mind thinks so fast it thinks on like a uh, I guess a, I guess I call it like a subatomic level. So he's kind of living
1: in every moment, every second. So so that's what he's doing. He's just living his all of his his entire life at one moment, just different timelines, but he's experiencing them experiencing them all the same. Experience them all the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he's like cutting the circle he's cutting the circles. I'm that makes sense. Cutting the circles? <laughs> well I think about like if I think it's, about like different planes like different planes and then he could just like cut it and be all the same at the same time.
2: Sure.
1: I'm, okay, sure. I'm slow. Sure he yeah he's
3: experiencing it all at the same time whereas normal people can't can only you know
2: no it's it's like it's like a fourth dimension it's a fourth i would say like a fourth dimension he's in a fourth dimension
0: okay he has his nostalgia pills his present pills, <laughs> and his future pills all at once he's taking it all at once
2: So right. no
0: past present future
2: but i sounds like a, that's like that's like percocets or something okay <laughs> that's why he
0: blew
2: that's why
1: he blew he can't take all that at one time get it together Dr. um so she's still you know look she's not still not buying it he's trying to explain to her that at this moment that he's talking to her he's experiencing all of his other selves through all these other times so I kind of get it but I kind of don't but I'm trying to get it and I'm just going to go along with it so (laughs) <laughs> That's where I am. So he's telling, she's like, well, where are you now? Like, he's like, oh, you know, I'm on Europa as well. I'm creating life. And we get a flashback, um, or kind of like we see it, him creating life on Europa, because he's still doing that kind of right now in another, on another plane. And we see that he's uh, created everything kind of from the ground up. So it's a frozen tundra, then there's, you know, grass, and then there's leaves, then there's trees. And he's like, oh, and we need some people. So we see him actually create uh, the Phillips and Crookshanks. He created them, and we see that they were little babies in the water. And he did—he pulled them out of the water very nicely, not like throwing them back like little <laughs> 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 So he's like, oh, then, that Crookshanks and Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> So um, then he says, oh, and then there's also, like, I have this world and I've created a beautiful countryside, but I, I brought in this, I transported this manor house, uh, English countryside manor house from, uh, that I wanted to be there. And she's like, oh, you just couldn't create it yourself. He was like, well, it's special to me because it's a part of my childhood. So then we see the manor house and then we know that now where Vite has been at the manor is this place that he's now telling us that he's creating. At the same time as he's talking to Angela in the bar uh, in Vietnam. So we see all this kind of happening. Um, then he gives us a little bit of a flashback where he tries to explain to her why this manor house and why this English English countryside house means something to him. And we see that he um, and his dad, uh, who was a Jewish um, watchmaker, had a, uh, they were outrunning the Nazis um, during World War II and they uh, there was a couple um, and we see that the couple um, are the real Crookshanks and Phillips and that they were actually hiding Jewish people in their manor house to keep them safe so that they could then you know, get taken to, um, to a different place in Europe or overseas where they could be safe away from the Nazis. So you see them as the people that they really are, um, which made that now you get why he created his favorite two people, his Adam and Eve are these lovely people that help protect him and his father and so many other Jewish people. And uh, as a little boy, he kind of sne- sneaks into their wardrobe and he sees them kind of, you know, they're starting to make some sexy love um, or sexy sex. And then he was said th- that that was the first time he ever saw love. I mean, they are making sexy sex. They just can't see it. So he <laughs> really has a thing for closet. I think that's how he gets this thing for closets um
0: yeah it started as a child
1: started as a kid sex
0: six man in, <laughs> in the closet
1: Six in the closet and he says that was the first time he saw love like not they saw love making or the act of sex but like that these two people really love each other so that was really nice um so then you kind of see uh they they kind of bust him he's in the closet he wasn't doing anything crazy he would just happen to be in there playing around so they get him out of the closet uh, he kind of goes back with his dad And they go and they take him aside. And uh, I don't know, this was kind of bizarre to me because clearly these people are Jews trying to outrun Nazis. And they give him a Bible and they talk like, do you know about the book of Genesis? And, you know, God created the world and there was, you know, Adam and Eve. So they kind of try to talk to him and they give him this Bible that he can keep with him as always. So we're seeing John Osterman as a small child and um, they just ask him, you know, make us a promise that you'll create something beautiful one day. Like, that's all we care about. Like, we're, we're going to try to get you to safety, but just please create something beautiful one day. Um, so that was kind of just a really lovely, and you guys, if you guys have anything to say about that scene, I thought it was just nice to see kind of where he comes from as this watchmaker's son. And and now we see who for and poor Quickshanks are, and I feel really bad for those poor clones now.
0: Well, it was creepy at first when they were like, um, when he was sitting there with his dad and they were like, can we talk to him?
1: Mm-hmm. I was like, oh,
0: what are they about to do to this little boy? Um, so mm-hmm. at first it was creepy. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, oh, I guess they're, I guess they're decent people. Mm-hmm. They're going to explain to him what love making is. And That's what I thought. The stuff. So I said, oh, okay. They're not so bad. Yeah. I, I
2: thought it was, I thought it was kind of cool that like he, Dr. Manhattan's kind of lost touch with humanity. But mm-hmm. th- this moment in his life kind of still has a big impact on who he is. If that makes sense? Right.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you think if you transport the whole house that it means so much to you, and then you still when you think, okay, I I'm at a place right now where I just need to make another creation. So now he is Crookshanks and Phillips clone, Crookshanks and Phillips God, right now because he created them from from scratch. Whatever yeah. that we saw. Yeah. <laughs> Right, guys. I'm just going. I'm just going along with this, guys. I'm just going along with this at this point. (laughs) Mimi, you have anything before we move on? No, no. I'm good. We switch off. So we we see um, what, what's happened. We see what happened and how, how he grew up and to be the person he is. And uh, I'm still reminding myself he's still experiencing all these things at the same time. So poor Angela is still not buying this shit. So he's just talking like, he's trying to drop all this games and be like super impressive. And she's like, okay, whatever, mate. um Then he's like, okay, let me turn it up a notch. He tells her like, I, I love you. You know, I left paradise so I can meet you. Meaning that he left this world that he's created that is paradise. That, that's his, you know, uh, his, uh, first book of the Bible that he's creating now, he's like, I love you. So I came here to be with you. I left my paradise to be with you. Um, and then that's when he says, she was like, well, what about before? And he says, I don't understand. I don't experience the concept of a before he just is now he is just whatever's happening right now in his time in all these different timelines. He's here. Not, there is no before anything. And then she, uh, she was like, oh, okay, she starts to get a little bit cheeky. And she's like, all right, this, I gonna mean, let me just keep this crazy nut talking. And she's like, well, then what was the moment? You know, what was the moment that you realized that you loved me? Like, what was that moment? Like, oh, and that just ripped my heart out. And he doesn't, he doesn't tell her, um, you know, what that moment is. And then he takes his mask off. Um, but she still doesn't believe that he's, that he's Dr. Manhattan because there are literally, this fat guy's walking around this in this bar that's covered in blue paint, just looking silly like Dr. Manhattan's. Um, so he still doesn't, uh, she still doesn't quite believe him. And then, uh, she tells him, you know, I hate Dr. Manhattan. I don't want you to be him. I hate him. And she basically blames her parents coming to Vietnam Because Dr. Manhattan went to war and he won the war for the United States and Vietnam became the 51st state. Her dad went to Vietnam as a soldier. Her parents got killed. She grew up in an orphanage. So she really blames everything on Dr. Manhattan. So she basically, I was like, dude, if you try to pick her up, you really should have painted your face as something else. Like anything Mm -hmm. else. Right. Donald Trump, you could have painted your face. Oh, and Richard no. Nixon. Maybe I don't know, but she really fucking hates Donald Trump. I mean, not Dr. Uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan. So I really hate Donald. Projection yeah, she Yeah, I'm like I really hate Donald Trump. She really hates Dr. Right. Manhattan. <laughs> so it was a lot going, not a lot going on, because you really see that he's trying to really convince her that he does love her. You and I feel like you you hear that he loves her because it's kind of like a playfulness still in his voice. And she just like, dude, if you don't get out of here, let me get another beer uh, so I can move on my life and go on back to the house. So
3: I have a question. Has he gotten to the part right now yet where he says that, uh, or have we passed that already? Where he says that you lost your parents um, on this day or whatever. And she was like, how do you know? And he was like, you, t- you told me. And she yeah, was like, it, I did see-
1: Yeah, it was a part of this. I oh, didn't write okay. it down, but yeah.
3: Okay. Okay. That, that was
1: another one. Uh, one of yeah. my moments, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, Yeah, when was the moment you fell in love? And I then I start thinking of like uh uh hell excuse me, Hello Dolly, and then they're singing like just the moment. I was like, Okay, so I got really crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you think of because Wally, Wally kept playing it when she when he loved he fell in love with Eva. Like, I don't know, okay, guys, too much. I, like, <laughs> yeah.
0: I know nothing about Hello Dolly, other than <laughs> the little song.
1: That's yeah. It. That's yeah. a it was good that and, and uh, uh Wally. so i just thought that that that's how in for the entire episode we are in the bar with them the entire time as he's trying to continue to uh, convince her that she loves him the and, and <laughs> they're going to be together so we flash back throughout the entire episode to, to him trying to convince her and tell her what's happening or what's gonna happen next she's gonna fall in love and all he really wants to tell her to do or wants her to do uh when he first meets her is to go to dinner with him the following night. That's like the base. Just come to dinner with me. If you come to dinner with me the next night, you know you're gonna be a, you're gonna fall in love and we're gonna be together forever, babe. I got no layman yeah. on here. No no he he has no uh envelope with questions. He just he got answers. That's all the boy got <laughs> that's all right. so um we see them, so they're still in the bar, and then they have a flashback. They have a flash forward, I'm sorry, to two weeks after they meet in the bar. So now you see Angela, um, Dr. Manhattan has told Angela, like, she was like, well, how are we going to be together? You know, you're like a big blue man walking around town. And he's like, don't worry, you come up with a solution. So it flashes forward two weeks, and then you see he and Angela are like in the morgue at her, um, I guess, at the hospital, you know, remind you, she is a policeman um, in Vietnam and they're kind of looking at bodies. They're like pulling all these bodies out. So she's come up with the idea that if he can become anyone, then maybe he becomes one of these dead people. That's like not like a John Doe, but they don't have next to kin. So once they're burnt up or um, um, what is it called when you get cremated? Yeah, so once they're cremated she's like that'll be the end of them nobody's gonna come after them so why don't you just you know pick one of these people and then we'll figure it out so she like opens all these like white guys and all these other guys and he was like i don't understand like this would really make you happy so then she like she goes up and she opens this drawer and that's when you see the guy that, that is the original cow so he is like oh this looks this is look good so he basically becomes <laughs> this corpse guy that's dead um so she's like so now you see dr Manhattan become Cal so we saw John Osterman become Dr. Manhattan now he's Cal so mm-hmm. he decided then his voice changes to Cal and she's and he's like do you not like it and she's like oh no 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 I like yeah I like it I like it yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been, been up in that piece like we ain't got no Idris elbows up in here we ain't got no Idris elbows like that was it Cal that was the closest you we're gonna get Is it? yeah I mean, he cool, but I'm just saying, if if oh my at God. my picks,
1: <laughs> I'll take interest.
2: Uh huh. Yeah, you do like it? I bet
1: you do. <laughs> I, I love it. I'm like you beat this right here. I'd go into the. I'm like, let's go to the newsstand and figure out, and get us some sexy men to look at. I guess he had to have like the organic better. I don't know. So he becomes <laughs> So we see, we see Cal become Cal. So I liked it, and then his voice changed, and he was just. He was just her man. He was, he was her boo. So I yeah. liked it. Then we immediately flash back to the bar uh, where Cal, I mean, where Dr. Manhattan and Angela are talking. He's still trying to spit game. Uh, so he tells her, um, uh, if you just, you know, just have, you're going to have dinner with me. He's like you, you doing all this talking, but you're going to have dinner with me tomorrow night. We're going to be together for 10 years. You and I are going to spend 10 years, 10 beautiful years together. And, but we're going to have a tragic ending. And she was like, a tragic ending? This doesn't sound like anything. Like, why why a tragic ending? Why, you know, he's like, I can't tell you why. So he won't tell her what the tragic ending is. But he was like, come to dinner with me. We're going to spend the 10, beautiful 10 years together. And I'm going to make your whole life, babe. Like, don't even worry. I got you. So I'm like. If somebody
0: told you that, would you do it? If somebody came to you and said, we're going to spend
1: 10 years together, but it's going to end in a tragedy, would you
0: go
2: forth?
1: Um, I would reach into my big handbag that I carry everywhere I go and I would have pulled a gun or something out of them like you need to get out of here blue guy because you <laughs> <a bullshit. laughs> you're not about to kill me or murder me or chop my body up. Guys, I listen to a lot of murder podcasts. I listen to a lot of true crime and nobody about to suffer a murder, murder death kill me. I'll tell you that right now. So oh my
3: about, mind didn't even to go to that way with tragedy. You about to miss your husband talking hey. about uh, <laughs> listening to murder podcasts. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I didn't even go, but the tragedy wasn't going to be that he was going to kill me. Like, that's, my mind didn't even go there. But that's not um,
1: immediately, I'm like, uh, you're going to murder me? Okay, no. That's what I would have been
3: like, no. But he did no. have a, uh, I mean, he made an excellent point. Like, it all ends in tragedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it all ends <laughs> like, in the all tragedy.
1: End, all relationships end in tragedy. I was like, I was like, no, I was like, oh, damn. Yeah, no way, you You're right. You're right.
0: <laughs> so...
1: Yeah. Ooh. All right then, buddy. So Mimi, you
0: going for it? So Mimi, you would say yes. You would still be down.
3: I mean, I was still. I would keep listening to him because he. I would be like, you know what? You got a point there. Let me let let me hear more that um uh, uh Michael Scott gives. <laughs> Tell me more.
2: About <laughs> <you>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Marcus, what you I'm, doing? Me? Oh, I got somebody. I'm good. I'm blessed. We we. we about before, told, it's i
3: about before. It's hypothetical. I got somebody, too. You crazy. Me, too. (laughs) All y'all married shit. I got somebody. I can't even play these hypothetical games. Like,
2: yes, you can. No, no, i I definitely go for it. I mean, why not? y'all about to get
1: me killed so i guess
2: i would go for it
0: too male the only <laughs> single one talking about she not doing it We know. <laughs>
3: three men be like yeah we'll do it well i mean I, Mel, your mind gotta quit
2: automatically going to serial killers okay <laughs> but, but i do i do but that's i do think that's us speaking from our perspective Mel is out here actually having to go through those go through these situations that Angel's having to go to
1: it's some crazy ones out here in these streets. I mean, you
3: know, I I was it wasn't that long ago I was in them, those situations. I I had a crazy person on them, um, not a Tinder, but this other one that never really took off. This this dude called me a bitch and it, he just went off. I was like, what
1: the? Because I wouldn't go out <laughs> with him one day. I was like, what? But I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> nah, y'all y'all about to get me killed up here in these streets. <laughs> other <laughs> so Melody, you
0: you're you're at your favorite bar yeah having you a good cocktail uh-huh and this man comes up to you and you all have some intriguing conversation that lame conversation mm-hmm. intriguing conversation and he's like we're going to be together i know it but we're going to end in tragedy we're going to spend 10 good glorious years together you still yep. going to be like
1: nope he would have had me had he not said that tragedy uh comment <laughs> Now, I'm like, oh, 10, ten is like, sounds like a pretty good run. Like, I'm 10 is pretty good. I can give me some more boobs in, you know, in between this. <laughs> but I'm like, when you, if he would not have said tragedy, a tragic end, no, mm-mm. they use the word tragic, the words tragic end all the time on all these murder podcasts. And I just watch Unsolved Mysteries on Netflix. Like, you do not want a tragic end. Like, it's not okay. <laughs> hey, what'd you
2: think of that, by the way?
1: This shit was so good. What? <laughs> Uh, Unsolved Mysteries uh, oh, has a new on uh, Netflix. I thought it was real good, though. But it it was a lot of tragic endings, and I am not trying to have none of that. Sorry, sorry, Cal, sorry, Doctor Manhattan.
3: Um, the moral of the story is, if you want um, to possibly have a prosperous relationship, don't listen to murder podcasts. Okay? <laughs> Please don't.
0: <laughs> you definitely cannot, because I listen to that Dirty John podcast. <laughs> and I was asking him all kind of questions. Like yeah, I now mean, I was like,
1: yeah. oh I gotta turn this shit off. It's destroying my relationship. But listen, you wouldn't you wouldn't have been in her situation because uh she showed they Joe almost had a tragic end. <laughs> that ain't cool. So she um she's still Angela's still kinda just, you know, entertaining him. She drinking her beer and she's still not buying it. She's like, All right, dude, whatever, whatever, Freya, whatever, I do not know you. Um so the next scene, they actually they flash forward six months um, and they start talking about the night she leaves. And I'm like, oh gosh, or the night she tells him to leave. So we see that um, it's all around the future and that we can't really change the future. So if the future is what it is, you can't change it. Even in, and Dr. Manhattan's living in all these realities. So he's telling you like, you can't, you cannot mess make things other than what they're going to be. So when they, when this, at this six month slash um, forward, we know they're together. We know that now um, he's become Cal. So he's not, he's no longer uh, walking around looking blue, but he's this beautiful, gorgeous man. And they're together and they're, we see them making sexy sex. Yay! They're not in the closet, so I guess he's not really having that closet fetish um, just yet. Um, and uh, and she, he he's already told her that she's going to ask him to leave, and she's trying to fight it. As they're trying to, f- as she's trying to fight this, she's getting more angry, and she's basically telling them like, you know, you don't know what it's like to have fear. You haven't been afraid of anything in fifty years. And he was like, yeah, I know. The last time I was afraid was when my skin was being ripped off. And that was when he was turn- com- becoming doc- uh, Dr. Manhattan when he was John Osterman and he was in that chamber and was then changed. So she's getting more and more worked up. She's now, she now hopped off the dick and everything. And I was like, you must be Y'all really, really, really upset. You don't hop um, off the dick. I would have been like, can, I would have just started arguing after. I'm like, dude, you're you clearly having a fun time. Like, I just, thought it was over. I didn't know she hopped off. I thought it was no Yeah, part. she got she was mad. So then and he knew what was gonna happen, so he just kept feeding into it. Right. And so then she was like, Shut up, shut up. And then she was right. She was I mean she looked like she was having a fun sexy time. And then she just hopped off. I was like "Girl, That has what's to
3: going? be infuriating to you know Well that's the that part of that was why your girl Blake and him didn't work out. Because he was just kind of detached. She was... Like how can you relate to somebody who's is everywhere at the same time, know everything, <laughs> just don't care and like, oh, we're gonna have an argument in five minutes. It's like what
0: so, <laughs> He didn't hit Blake. He didn't hit he didn't hit Blake with all that that he was giving uh Angela, I'm sure. Well indeed Yeah, in it the exactly movie
3: happened. Yeah, it was kinda like that. And then in mm-hmm. the movie, like like I said, he was so detached from everything. He was having sex with Blake but not really having sex with her like yeah. she opened her eyes and it was like three
1: holograms and yeah. he was sitting there watching the news she was like yeah what? so and then and, okay. and what, what pissed off angela she was like where are you now like she started the argument she was like oh he was like oh i'm sitting in the bar talking to you oh we're doing this so she, he was experiencing another reality even though they trying to, but I was like, dude, as long as he, you know, doing what he has to do here, just, why don't you stay here, just stop asking all these dumb ass questions. He, I mean, for real, like, he was being honest.
3: I was like, that's, was that's
1: almost the same question as, what are you thinking
3: about? I'm like, you going to uh-huh. ask God, because this is God right here, literally. What you uh-huh. thinking about? Well, actually, I'm recreating these molecular structures. <laughs> like, <laughs> of course,
1: like, you're going to get them kind of answers. <laughs> <laughs> so she she was like he's trying to tell her that he is all over the place or he's he's doing other things and that um then she yells at him he's like well i've been taking risks you know i've been taking risks with myself and fear ever since the day you walked into that bar like i have to go through this all the time but you're not going through this with me because you're a different he's not a human he's not a person he is a living God. So why are you trying to make this a big thing? Um, then that she kind of gives into this argument that clearly isn't going to go anywhere. He's like, go ahead and say what you need to say. And then she um, she can't change the future again. And she tells him to leave. And that's when he leaves and disappears. And then he shows up at Adrian Veidt's. I call it the ice Layer. I don't know what this man is. It's just a lot of snow. He's just kind of in a, a fancy cave. I just also call it the ice Layer.
3: I just want to say in that scene, I was like, you know something, Cal? I hate to see you leave. But I'd love to see you walk away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, woo, I mean, cat. <laughs> that's my, that was nice. I'd like to see you walk towards me. I'd like, I like I, to I see, like see both of them. Through. I was like, oh, I'd like to see you coming
1: towards me. Too. <laughs> just keep yeah. going back and forth like that. <laughs> <laughs> just keep walking back and forth. It's I that's why the they stayed in
0: bliss people. for 10 years. That's why for 10 years they had bliss. That was it. <laughs>
2: all right right, let's move on let's
1: move on oh gosh okay so then we flash so then he has uh left the left angela and it's actually it's 2009 we find out so he's left her because they've had this argument as they were having sex and he pops up and he's now in uh with adrian bison and we know that he and adrian bight were friends back in the day and that they do have a lot of history um as being a member of the Watchmen, so <clears throat> so when he he kind of walks in, he's you know just naked because you know he's he's still Doctor Manhattan even though he's in Cal's body, so he doesn't feel things like we feel it. So he just walks on in there naked as a Jaybird. Adrian Veidt is like he's in this this place that's run down. He you can see like he's maybe had a lot of artifacts that he's broken up or torn to pieces and all that kind of stuff. And he's watching all these televisions and he's just so upset. He was like. You know, why do these idiots, you know, keep building bombs? And why do they keep killing them? Like, he's basically like, this is a shit show. Why is this world doing this? You know, basically after I've helped them. Um, so, uh, John, uh, Dr. Manhattan walks up and he turns around and he's like, hi, John. He was like, how did you know it was me? He's like, nobody else would have walked in here ass butt naked and just be <laughs> like, hey, guy, what's, what's going on? What's shaking? What's shit? Do you see what I'm carrying around right
3: now? <laughs> Can you walk around naked everywhere you went to? You I mean. walk around everywhere okay I'll always be naked <laughs> I'll Always be naked. just to have commentary on it ooh, ooh. that's
1: me <laughs> so he and adrian start you know talking or whatever they just like dude i need you to put some clothes on real quick um and then we pan around and we see that in adrian's layer we see a huge uh, kind of all these uh, two tanks of those tiny baby squid that were raining down on um, in modern day when people would uh, would go out, and they'd have those raids. So we see that the little squids are there in his lair. Um, Cal tells uh, Adrian that he's in love. Uh, he's in love with this woman named Angela. And Bikes like, oh goodness. He's like, that's not a good situation. But he called it. He's like, the only way you would be here with me asking for help is that you were in love and you want to change things. And then he tells Bike that uh, that Angela knows that he is Doctor Manhattan. That she knows that he is. Um, he's he is who he is. Uh, And that he needs his help to become more human. Like, how do I become more like a person and less like a God that I am? And Marcus, I'm gonna need you to help me a little bit with this. So I was trying to follow along, but I didn't quite understand. So Adrian then tells him that, oh, I've already created something. Don't worry about it. Like I've been, you know, been ready for you to come here talking talk about some bullshit. (laughs) Um, And then uh, John tells him that he knows that he tried to kill him before Um, so I didn't, that's why I was a little bit confused. When did, when did Vite try to kill Dr. Manhattan? That, that,
2: that I can't remember. How can I say, um, they, they have like this strange, very strange relationship where like Adrian Vite, of course, is the smartest man on the face of the earth. But Dr. Manhattan, on the other hand, is like, he's like all knowing. Okay. So I don't want to say like, Vite it, like the, Vite also, like, seeks, his, see, doctor, seeks Dr. Manhattan's approval, but also wants to, like, discredit or and kill Dr. Manhattan. So, like, in the movie, in the, um, the 2008 movie, like, he tries to, like, discredit and say, like, Dr. Manhattan, he's, like, carrying around cancer. He's given, he's, he gave a lot of people cancer. But, but the true story was that Adrian Vite actually gave those people cancer to try and discredit and kind of get people to turn against Dr. Manhattan. Oh, okay. But, but also, like, um, how do say? But he also kind of seeks his approval because, like, when he drops the squid onto New York City and kills everybody, um, and kind of, he, and how do say, it's kind of revealed to the team what he did, and everybody kind of turns against him and denounces him or whatever. He looks at Dr. Manhattan and says, like, in the end, do you think I did the right thing? And Dr. Manhattan says, like, nothing ever ends. Mm-hmm. So, how do I say, it, it's kind of like this. Oh man, I don't want to say like Tom and Jerry, but it's definitely like a friend, friend frenemy, me relationship. Frenemies,
1: they're frenemies. Frenemies, frenemies. yeah. That's a good- okay, so we see that the uh, that you know, Dr. Manhattan had knows. He's like, yeah, I know you tried to kill me. Adrian's like, uh, sorry about that, old old fella. And he's like, don't worry, I've already created something for you. Um, so he basically had created something to to neutralize uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan. And he hid it in uh, something in that that is a tecton particle case. So when you, when you I guess when you, Dr. Manhattan can't see things that are tech, these tecton particles. So when he put it in there, Dr. Manhattan was like, oh, you did? That's a mystery because he knows everything. He's all he's omnipotent. So he's like, oh, I didn't know that. So he could, it's kind of like a little bit of a of a thrill from it um so then adrian pulls this little device out and he's like if you put this in your frontal lobe um you will basically forget who you really are but not that if something else happens that we know that you can potentially get your your powers back and kind of remember who you are but this will basically let you be a human and you can kind of live your life Um, then adrian so he's great super excited about that and it's a little bitty round uh kind of um little like um, a round circle of metal with a little ball in the center of it that's kind of suspended in gravity so he gives it to him and he's just like you know this is all you have to do to now be a regular person um but then fights like you know what I I need your help he was like I'm feeling he just looks like he's feeling really down he feels really bad and he feels like I've done everything for humanity and they don't love me you know they they don't they don't they don't appreciate what i've done for them because in his mind he he sent the giant squid to save humanity and now he only killed a couple of million people right right like, you know it is what it is um
2: but yeah no but, like with that like he thought he sent the squid down that would save humanity he mm-hmm. thought it would end but yes. told him it does again make humanity yes. find a way to kill itself
1: uh-huh right. Like, no matter what, we're still going to do what we're going to do. So he's just like, oh, I just hate it here. Like, can you help me out? <laughs> and so Dr. Manhattan's like, oh, well, I did create this utopia, this world on Europa. And um, I made these clone, you know, basically these, these people, these clone people, my Adam and my Eve, and they worship me and they love me and they praise me. He was like, but that's very unsatisfying for me. He was just like, Yeah, I hate that. This is pretty boring because these people love me so much and want to do everything for me, and they care about me. And uh, he says, "Um, you know, do you want to go there? Like, would you like to be, you know, rule this world? You'll be their god. And like, his face lights up. He's like, yeah, that sounds like a really awesome thing to do. And John sends him to uh, what now we know is Europa, one of the moons of Jupiter. That is the manner that we see poor Crook- Crookshanks and Phillips where he is current day in a 365 day trial because he d- cannot Abusing live.
0: Abusing them.
1: Fast yeah. forward from, yes, I would love to be there to abuse. And yes. Cruelty. <laughs> um, yes. Right. Phillips and Crookshanks. Poor Phillips and Crookshanks. But I mean, it made sense because uh, that's when everything really did click. Cause I'm like, Oh well if you if you are a person who thinks that you want people just to worship you and everything to be easy if you're a thinker and if you are a person with depth or like and it's truly intelligent person you're going to need some conflict like you can't you a truly intelligent person can't be around yes men all the time it's not going to work you're going to go nuts you need to have you need to have a push and pull you need to have creativity you need to be able to make new things and have new ideas and that's not what crookshanks. And Phillips were made. They were made to so, right. to worship that, and please.
3: Right. That was like the premise of uh, one of the backstories in The Matrix was that the, the machines had originally created a utopia for the humans mm-hmm. where everything was perfect, but the humans kept fighting against it because they were like, this shit ain't right. Like, <laughs> this shit ain't yeah. supposed to be perfect. And so it, it just reminded me of that. Like, there is no utopia. You're just never going to be happy, period. So you got to have mm-hmm. it, like you said
1: yeah and i think that, but that that's life you know yeah. that's that is life that that is that's that's um mankind that's human nature yep
2: mm-hmm.
1: kim did you have anything profound are you there
0: i am here. i no i don't have anything profound to say about this because you know my first time watching it i was still confused i'm, I'm just understanding what's happening okay <laughs>
1: well I'm like uh and then and then I just and it was just like I remember when he would uh talk so mean to the Crookshanks now he was like I would never have created you you're a right. nut. I was like damn dude calm down, bring down I could just
3: see him existing the first full year maybe if he made it that long completely yeah. happy with the situation and then mm-hmm. it's like just resenting these yes men these like just no challenge like you said yeah so.
1: that was fucked up so then um, after we kind of see Adrian now is we now Adrian's going to be sent to Europa for, he to, for him to live his perfect paradise life with these people that are going to worship him. Uh, then Dr. Manhattan flat goes back to Angela. Now he has. Uh, so you see him. He and Angela in 2009. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Flashback 2009 where. Now he has the little device that Adrian gave him. So Cal tells her, you know, just push this into my head. And this is going to work kind of as it's going to block everything. I'm not going to be, you know, I'll be a person that doesn't really have a memory because this is going to block everything. But I can be a normal person and we can live this great, awesome, fun life. And Angela is like, uh, well, you know, what's, what's going to happen? She's used to him knowing all the answers. He's like, I don't know. It's a great mystery. And I was like, that's, yeah, I like it. It's a great mystery. That we wake up every day being like, Lord, can you just keep us <laughs> we it today. it is a great history every day I know right <laughs> um then Angela so she uh she agrees to put this in his head to block his memory and then she's like that's cool you know what you and I are going to do is start over we're going to start over fresh we're going to make up a story that you were in, in an accident that's why you don't really have a memory and we're going to just we can go to Tulsa I'm from there I can be a police in Tulsa like I can be a police here in Vietnam like let's just start over i was just like,
3: like only Angela A. Barber want to start over a whole new life with Dr. Manhattan and move to fucking Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> like, bitch,
1: LA, okay. New York, Chicago, Tokyo. Okay. Is Florida. there a Paris in this world? You gotta, gotta have Paris in this world. The okay. fuck? You don't have you don't have Rome in this world? Like, you okay. can see some awesome places.
0: <laughs> well, to her knowledge, she never she never been to Tulsa. She didn't know what it was. She spent her whole life in Vietnam. She had no idea. All she knew was Grandma June came and was going to take her.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she thought of it as like a safe place because of Grandma June. Yeah.
0: Yeah,
3: I get that, but I'm just saying, if I'm going to start over somewhere with Dr. Manhattan, it ain't going to be Oklahoma. I don't care. (laughs) I don't care if those were my roots. I do not care. I'm like, let's go to Paris, like you said. That's where I'm going. (laughs) Come <laughs> anywhere, please don't take me to Oklahoma. Yikes. That's fucked up.
1: Uh okay, so <laughs> Sorry, Oklahoma. Sorry, Tulsa. Um, so then uh, we flash back to the bar because we know that Dr. Manhattan is experiencing all these things at one time, and he's telling her about these things, and she's not experiencing them the same way that he is. So he's still trying to speak game. And so he's like, you know, I can create life. He told her about this world that he's creating all these people. And uh, so she's like, if you can create life, do it. Like, go ahead, create life right now. So then he creates, uh, he does like a little magic trick. It looks like a little magic trick or sleight of hand where he brings uh, an egg and he puts it in his hand. and He's like, look, I've created life. Look at, look at me. I'm so awesome. And she was like, dude, calm down. That's not even that fancy. It's an egg. You could have pulled it out of somebody's ear. And, um, he tells her like, Oh, I know our future. Um, even though you don't, you know, don't worry about it. But he was like, you know, the way I can, Oh, she, I'm sorry. She asked him, you know, about his powers. And, uh, you know, if you had kids, could you transfer your powers to kids or, you know, how does that work? You know, if you're, if you're Dr. Manhattan and he tells her, um, Uh, about the future a little bit. And then he tells her that maybe his powers can be transferred to um, an organic material. He was like, well, maybe if someone uh, could inherit it that way, but it has to be through organic material. He's like, what if I transferred my powers into this egg and you ate the egg, then you could walk on water, you know, that making you a god, basically. So she's like, oh, okay, that, you know, that kind of makes, sort of makes sense. So she's starting to soften a little bit. And then, so he, she's still not buying it. Um, and then he starts to tell her, like, you know, you and I, you know, we're gonna have kids and we're gonna get married. We're gonna have this family. And she was like, dude, I don't even like kids. I don't try. I hate kids. I'm never gonna have kids. I ain't gonna get married to you. Um, and then he tells her, "Oh yes, you are. You know, we're gonna move to Tulsa, where you where you were born in Tulsa, and we're gonna adopt three children there, and that's where we're gonna be." And she kind of perks up. She was like, "Hey, how did you know that I was from there? How did you know that I was was maybe want to go to Tulsa? Oh, this is how we get the kids. We adopt them. That makes more sense. I don't have to pop them out." Like so, then you see her kind of softening and being more curious about this somebody that she probably thought was crazy and maybe didn't didn't have too many. Uh, eggs in her, in the memory basket um then he tells her that there is a dark spot in his memory because when we know that uh when we flash forward that six months in 2009 that when he put that thing that adrian bite gave him that it blocked out his memory so um she was like oh like a memory tunnel like a tunnel of memory where you can't remember and she was like yeah but we get 10 years together to, to have you know have a good life so that's kind of the end of that, that kind of scene in the bar where uh, they meet and are together. So yeah, it was, it was interesting. what did y'all think about it? What'd y'all think about when he was like doing the egg and talking about power transference?
0: There's so many damn eggs in this show. Yeah. Everything's
1: about an egg.
3: I feel like this, was the revelation of why the egg motif was throughout the show so yeah i was like oh i now i love I, now i love all the eggs it's a this
1: show was sponsored by big egg was <laughs> about <know? laughs> the chicken in the tree <laughs> um. so yeah i think now i would have started falling for him had he given me some of the like the background that's when I'd have been like, oh, 10 years for tragic ending. Okay. I would have done the same thing she did. I was like, wait a minute. You know I'm from where? You want to do what? Okay. I would Because he would give me a little bit more proof. <laughs> all right. Marcus, you have anything?
2: Oh, no. <laughs>
1: nope. Okay. So we still, she still has not, after all this game that he spit, still she has not decided to go out to dinner with him. That's all he really wants is for her to please go out to dinner with him the, the following night. So then we flash um, forward uh, uh, quite a bit to 2019 Tulsa and kind of the the current situation that we know that's going on right now with the 7th Calvary and and Angela leaving uh, Lady True's, um, uh, she left Lady True's uh, Industries and she got, when she got home, she woke Cal up and then we know she cut that hammer and hit him in, in the head and he started glowing. So we know that last episode we realized that she woke up Dr. Manhattan um, because she was like, you gotta, you know, you need to save us. Like, you better wake up right now, buddy, cause we are about to be dead. Um, she tells him that there are bad people outside that they're ready to, they're going to hurt him. Um, and then he, um, starts to kind of, you know, he's, he's glowing, he's, uh, off the floor. He's kind of like levitating. He's trying to process all of this stuff that's happened to him over the last 10 years because remember his memory has been blocked. So a lot of this stuff is flooding back and he remembers, he flashes to the, the white night where we now we realize that he was a he was doing things in the white light and he white knight, he was probably the one that saved he and Angela's lives. He was he, he was yeah yeah he saved them. Um, so uh, Cal kind of starts remembering the white night and that comes comes out that he saved he and Angela's life during that night and killed those seven cavalry uh, men. Because um, we remember that Angela woke up she was in the hospital and Cal wasn't there. Uh, he was off you know helping um, I think with her partners three children that were uh that were left by themselves so uh the kids um you know she he's kind of floating around she's like dude you need to get your shit together like we these people are about to kill us right now they're on their way you gotta you know make it through Hurry up in this process that you're trying to do like you need to be with me now um you yeah, know pancakes and shit Just chill. yeah i i didn't understand so he was trying to make waffles and then she right. threw, he was like i'm hungry okay then she threw down all the poor eggs i'm like eggs really take a chicken and, and you know beating it licking and keep on ticking in this episode in all episodes really um so uh he's trying to make the waffles she throws the eggs down and cracks all of them and that to me made it thought about just all the different memories that they had all been going through um and then she just hears uh the kids uh, upstairs just he then he disappears like he goes away she's like oh god where's the school go and she hears the girls upstairs screaming and they're like Oh, God, dad, dad, you know, they're just calling for Cal. And she runs upstairs, and she sees the girls in the room, and uh, Baby Blanket comes in, and she looks out the window, and he, she sees Dr. Manhattan walking on water. He's walking on top of the swimming pool. And she was like, the little girls are like, who is that? And then, uh, then Baby Blanket was like, that's, dad, that's Cal, that's Daddy. Like, come on now. Like, y'all know, he just blew. Calm down. Get your life together. So... The girls are upset everybody's kind of like they don't know what's going on and then angela says you know this is that's cal that's who that is right now and she's try- gonna she does looks look like oh god i'm gonna have some explaining to do then all of a sudden he the kids disappear and uh we then find out that he's disappeared them to the theater where he and will have agreed um that will would protect them what what was going on they had already and then dr uh dr manhattan you know has set this up with will in the previous years uh, it was actually in 2009 that he was going to need to be a part of this they need to come up with an alliance and this he's going to call on him to do certain things so the kids are now we know they're not gone anywhere dr manhattan has disappeared them to a theater downtown tulsa where he it will is their uh, great grandfather was going to protect them then dr manhattan tells um tells uh Um, Angela that he had already you know made these plans and that he met Will before he put the device in because he needed Will to become an ally so Dr. Manhattan basically shows up at Will's house Will is living in um uh, what was the 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 white superhero's name that he was having an affair with Captain Metropolis so Captain Metropolis when he died he willed his properties to will reeves so will reeves is living in his uh his uh house in manhattan so that's the um, least he could do after blowing his back out nothing <laughs> okay all right not that's uh, the
2: least he could do yeah
1: i was like blowing his back out probably the least he could do but okay um so we uh so dr manhattan you know, goes to Will's door and Will's like, I ain't trying, he's like, hi, I'm Dr. Manhattan, you know, clearly being a weirdo. And he's like, whatever, dude, he closes uh, closes the door on him and just, Will just walks in the house and then Dr. Manhattan just walks through the walls, walks through the door sits down, he's like, Will, me you need to talk, like, I need you to sit down and get your life together. So Will starts to process, as he's making a drink, that um, this is uh, Dr. Manhattan, he is alive, he does walk among us, and then uh, Dr. Manhattan tells him, you know, you didn't know, but you actually have a granddaughter. Her name is Angela. Your son had a daughter when he was over in Vietnam. So. Will doesn't know any of this right now. So he's like, oh, shit, you just pouring drinks. I'm like, pour me a drink, too, because I'm confused about what's going on as well. mm-hmm. Um, So then Will agrees to help Dr. Manhattan. So this is where it's going to get very, very confusing. This is what I love. This is what I love. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So, what, so as Dr. Manhattan in 2009 is talking to Will Reeves, remember guys, he's still experiencing what's happening in 2019 with Angela as he's outside walking on the water, right? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Angela is outside with him in 2019 being like, what's happening right now? Who are you talking to? He's like, talking to your, to your grandpa. Isn't You know, Will, I met him. Angela's like, what? Oh my God. So she says, can you ask him 2019 Angela is asking. 2009 Will is, Did you know about Judd, you know, uh, uh, Judd Crawford? Did you know he was a member of Cyclops? Um, Did you know he had a KKK hood in his closet? Now he's asking these questions through Dr. Manhattan. Will's in the past, Angela's in the future. So 2009 Will says, Who's Jud Crawford? I don't know that man. And he says, "But I will know him." He was like, "I don't know him. To, I'm gonna know him tomorrow. I don't know him today." Uh, then 2019, Angela. Then it's like, "Oh shit!" You like, started put, the whole thing. Then I with all this the whole thing. <laughs> like, did I? Put Angela with
0: Littlefinger. Angela, her straight up fucking little little
1: finger. finger. Oh my god. Guys, I hope I explained that <laughs> the best I could. It got so confusing. I, w- I had to watch it like 10 times to so make sure I had it right in my mind. So, Angela basically, imp- he inception- she inceptioned her own grandfather, basically, if you've ever seen that yeah. movie. She yep. incepted him to now, she, he had no idea who Judd was, what he had in his closet, that he was up to any no good, that he knew anything about Cyclops or KKK. She incepted that notion into his brain. So at, from 2009 to 2019, his goal was to get to his granddaughter and save her. He knew he had to be a part. He knew Dr. Manhattan was a real person, knew that he was married to his granddaughter and that he had to save and kill, save her by killing Judd fucking Crosser.
3: And Doctor Manhattan wouldn't know the ramifications of all that, or he wouldn't have told Will in two
1: thousand nine. Yes, but but that all ties back to he. You can't change the future; it is what it is. He's like, if nothing ever stops, then it's you can't you. What you're doing today is not going to really be a butterfly effect. This is set in stone; it's already happening. So I was like, whew, that, that got that got really complicated, but I loved it. And then they were like, oh, it's like the paradox. What comes first, the chicken or the egg? And Dr. Manhattan said it appears, appears both. I was like, damn it, those the big egg really got there. <laughs>
0: um it <let's> looks <laughs> into this.
1: <laughs> so um, so then we flat we're back right now into in 2019, and um you know, still know that Dr. Manhattan's kind of walking on the water and you know she's she's watching him do this. Um and then John turns to her and says the seventh the seventh calvary you know they're here. Um they they're already here there's nothing we can do about it. They're gonna kill me with this um is it tachyon cannon? Is that the name of it?
2: Yeah yeah okay
1: they're gonna kill me with the tachyon cannon uh they're you know they're gonna destroy me I'm not gonna make it after tonight and as we know our girl angela is not hearing none of that bullshit like no nah, dog we're not we're not here we we're always gonna fight no matter what happens you and i are gonna make it through she always gonna have all them guns and she gonna kill everybody so angela is like nope that's not that's not right this is not gonna happen i'm not gonna let them take you from me you're not i'm not gonna let them kill you tonight he's you know he's like you you know you can't stop it this. this has already happened that's what he's trying to tell her but she is in you know uh superhero mode ready to go fuck some shit up um so then she gets her guns and she's getting all of her stuff together and she's getting strapped and she's like man we're about to roll out here we're about to about to roll into these streets and kill these fools and he says to her like this is the moment he's looking at her and he's like this is the moment she's like dude what you talking about we gotta go kill these people and he's like this is the moment i fell in love with you and if we remember back at the when he walked into the bar in vietnam she asked him, like, well, what was the moment that you knew you loved me since you know all this stuff about me? And that's, he says, like, this, that shit ripped my fucking heart out.
0: Because right. I
1: was like, and I still had hope that, like, he can, he's going to change it. Like, I know this is going to end better than what it's going to end. I was like, oh, no, he told her it's going to end in tragedy, like a tragic ending. Right. Um, but she
0: still but doesn't get it. the fact that he didn't have the, I mean, I guess in his world, the, he always had that moment. But in our world, it's like, what, you going to wait till you're about to die? That's when you know we've been in this thing 10 years, and you just now know?
3: Yeah. I guess when you experience, like, you know, everything happens at once, and mm-hmm. nothing really means anything, yep. you know, it's kind of like there is no real moment. But mm-hmm. just knowing that she was <laughs> – knowing that nothing was going to change anyway, and she was still like, I'm going to kill all these people – he was like, "You know what? this the one,
1: yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was just because you like you like, okay, so in this ten years, like she's gonna do everything it's it's gonna take in her in her body in her spirit in her person to protect me, you know, like she she's not gonna she' she won't and and he knows that she'll never accept it because if he's just always living in this situation, like she's never gonna accept it, but this is when I, I know that I am truly truly in love with this person that shit
3: ripped my fucking heart out um, I was just I'm gonna also say plus him already knowing what was going to happen you know I kind of he felt like he had to meet her like he had to th- this relationship had to happen so it was kind of like almost out of obligation like this has to happen there was no moment this is just is what it is and it was like okay this is the moment <laughs> Cause other than yeah. that, it was just kind of obligation. I had yeah. to meet Angela. I had to do this. I had to know her granddaddy. So, yeah.
1: yeah. And one thing I did. Let me go back. I did leave out um, when he was walking on the water. Uh, when when he disappeared, the kids upstairs. Angela immediately ran out. Was like, "You better. Where are my kids? Like, like I will I will drown your god ass in this pool if you don't tell me where my babies <laughs> are right now. Like you know, like when a mama all right <laughs> listen when a mama uh when a mama can't get to her kids oh you gon' so heaven and earth don't get moved and he was like she they're fine calm down and she's like what are you doing you're being so you know she basically running out of patience he's like i needed you to see me walk on water like i needed you to see this moment of what i can do so i keep that in mind as well um so angela you know uh gets her guns together she goes around the house another badass scene uh she's just just a uh-huh did that miss the
0: or maybe because I froze a little, that Ozymandias told him that he would forget who he was except for in cases where he felt like he was in extreme
1: danger, then he will remember? Did you say that? I, I just glanced over it a little bit. I didn't go into it. Not,
3: well, not that he would remember who he was,
1: but he would show his power. He fight. Show Yeah, show his yeah. power, yes. Yeah. He could fight. And, I, and that's how he saved him during uh, the white night. Right. So we see right now, Angela still is not giving up. Uh, Cal's just standing there looking at her like all goo-goo-eyed. And she was like, she runs out the back door. She has all of her guns and her bullets and everything. And she goes out, she just badass. This is a really good, it's a really, really good action scene. So she starts, you know, shooting at the 7th Cavalry, killing them and, running the, the truck and running them over. And she um, is killing them left and right. And then you see she's in a truck and she it's like a bulletproof guy so she's trying to shoot out. And they rip the door off of the truck and they're, and someone's about to kill her. And then you just see the blue light. So now Dr. Manhattan has come out of the house. You know, you know understand, he told Angela there's no way to stop this, but he's come out and he starts killing the 7th Cavalry. So he's just blowing their heads up with all of his whatever, whatever powers he has, he's blowing them all up. And Angela's like, oh my God, you know, you see like the happiness on her face. They think all the seven Calvary are dead and they're about to live their be- their best lives together. And he just looks at her um, and he, you know, doesn't really say much. And then you see that there's one that's uh, alive and he's with that cannon, that Tekion cannon. And as she looks at him in his face, the guy shoots him in his back and, and kills him. So, Dr. Manhattan, you know, her love uh, at, at the 10 years, the tragic ending has now happened where she thought that they had won. Um, and that was that was heartbreaking, because I was like, that was just kind of mean, because I was like, she really thought they, he she saved him, um, and then he ends up dying. But is he really dead?
0: That's not, what I was like, no but okay. is he really dead?
1: Because I mean, if not, you're
0: all places, he, he could have that to himself.
1: Not. Yeah. Somewhere. But he didn't, he didn't, he, yeah. Who knows?
3: Hey, so also, he's asking, also he would have had also he obviously would have had the capacity of stopping this from happening if he yes wanted to yeah but it had to happen so yeah
2: hey I Stop. guess mm-hmm. I guess ten years of good dick
3: was worth the tragedy wow <laughs> no, I don't think so <laughs> how dare you reduce this fine man and such God a lovely God story dick for ten years how dare you oh gosh <laughs> well, let's rewind I back to that blizzard scene though
1: oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Look, let's go back to the layer, to the, oh, the to layer. Layer. okay uh, so um you know he can't he doesn't he chooses not to save his own life he chooses not to stop his own death and so now dr manhattan is, is dead and angela's standing there screaming um and then we flash back to when they met and they're back at the bar um and angela starts to kind of accept this 10 years that he's going to be in this memory tunnel um she's like okay i i accept all right and she decides to go to dinner with him that next night and that's where we we end the story for episode eight a god walks into a bar our favorite episode it's a great episode it really is it's just love everything about it was lovely it was so well done. And I, to do something so complicated, uh, so well, that's what took me. I'm like, it was complicated to watch. So I could only imagine how hard it was to writing. freaking. Right. It yeah, was great I was like, writing
3: because I, I watched this two or three times looking for the holes in this story of how, you know, like when you do a lot of time jumping, holes normally pop up. That's why I don't typically like stories with time travel. but yeah. You know, I couldn't really find any. Now I'm, somebody might point out something at some point, but I watched it three times. I haven't found a hole in the time travel, you know, storyline mm-hmm. that where it didn't make sense or it didn't fit.
2: So yeah. it was complex, like you said. It was. I mean, it was great. Nah, the David Lindelof and that writers room. They they did an amazing job. Yeah, especially on this episode.
1: Right. Oh yeah. It just, it was just so perfectly done. I said, "Super," like you said, super complicated, but you know, they know what the hell they're doing because this was on a whole nother level. Now, was Limpoloff was lost, right? He yep. did lost as well. They, which that make now this makes more, this makes more sense being able to write time so well because he did it. So he, I would say both well and really shitty on Lost. <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm still quite bitter. I'm more bitter about Lost than I am Game of Thrones because I, I, I yeah. Yeah, maybe. I will always. But I'm just gonna blame it on J.J. Abrams. I won't blame it. I'll blame it on J.J. Abrams. Well, maybe he should have um
3: written the Game of Thrones part where uh you know old Bran was time traveling and doing all that bullshit. Maybe it would have made more sense. I don't know.
1: Yeah, it might have been much much more better done. But like Lost, all it was was time jumped the entire show. So it makes sense that this is that same that foundation. Yeah. But this was just really beautiful. Um. Yeah. Good job, everybody. Yeah. Good job. So we are, we just have one more episode left and that will wrap up our recap of the series or or season one. And I feel like once they win all of their Emmys, all 26, that somebody is going to be like, okay, let's make another season. And Linda Lindelof is like, it's fine. You make it. I'm not doing it. He said, it's definitely up for whoever wants to make it.
0: So oh, I this. thought you were going to say after the twenty-six, after they win, people going to be like, "This podcast was ahead of its time." That's what I thought you were going <laughs> to say. They will. They
1: definitely. Well, we we can kind of see the future here on our podcast. Um, so yeah. um, it would be
3: it would be very hard to top this season. So oh, a hundred percent. I don't know that I would want them to do another
1: one and tarnish it. I want to. I don't need them to top it. I just want to the importance of of representation and what Angela means to so many people as like she's a black superhero. Like that's you don't get many of the you don't get many black women superheroes like that. Yep. I was
3: finding um tilling, filling in the gap between her childhood and the orphanage and her, you know, becoming this badass I know we all know she ended up being a cop, but just I would like to see the adventures of Angela during that time period maybe.
1: I want to see. For, I want to see forward. I want to be like, you know what? After we see episode, after we recap episode nine, I want to. I want to know after that last scene, what's happening? Let's go. Let's go. Let's get it going. <laughs> I want to see what baby blanket gonna do. I want to see. <laughs> like I want to see all of it, all of it. So I'm because I feel like he could become like an Ozymandias. Mendez.
0: Like, oh think
1: he's no! side. So no,
0: like, he's gonna be another. Masked detective. He's,
3: he's gonna, gonna
0: become gonna his own superhero.
3: That you gonna listen to on your murder podcast. Yeah. Therapy, he don't get that stare, look. Look at what Blanket has gone through. His dad at the dangle <laughs> <come> over <laughs> back. He's seen his parents get murdered. Uh, he seen his uncle uh, Jug get killed, and he seen his dad out here walking on, <laughs> and then get shot up this dude <laughs> you don't have problems
1: you don't want to see Angela and Lori Blake 2.0 they're gonna be in PDpedia and PD and all them <laughs> I mean
3: sure I just don't feel like it will be done that I, I don't f- I, I just don't think it'll be done that well <laughs> going forward I just don't know I don't have uh high hopes for that I, I just I would have higher hopes for them being able to adequately fill in the gaps between her girlhood and becoming a bad Mm -hmm. hero. But going forward,
1: I don't know about that. (laughs) I'm excited. So we'll see. Um, I think for me, I'm like, I want this show to win as many as it can. And then I want low key happy to win, uh, for its episode in the Emmys. It was, uh, also uh, insecure low key happy. Our favorite, one of our favorite episodes is, up. um, in every I just want them all to win. I want if you're a black woman on uh, any network, yes, but definitely on HBO because HBO really has become the black lady network. Like if you're a black lady, you want content, they
2: got
3: you. True. You. <laughs> How we ended up reviewing so much stuff on HBO, and then I was just like, I mean, I'm we we're not trying to be like the the hype men, the advocates for HBO, but it's like they the ones putting out the hot shit. They got the good
0: content.
3: What can you yeah. say?
1: So it is what it's, yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, they and I, I like that HBO, we are the main character where I feel like Netflix needs to get that. I don't, I'm tired of us being the magic negro. Like, yeah, Old Guard was great, all these other shows are great, yeah, but it's we always number two, we're the supporting cast. Like, no take take the lead from hbo black women and black men need to be the leads in their own stories period and well, that's you, all about period.
3: There, you about to get that with uh the power the who with, the power is it the with power power. With no.
0: power power just power
3: um with Jamie Foxx. The next
0: one is Powerful Two. Oh, the Power. You're not talking about power on Star.
3: No, I'm talking about Netflix. Um, with Jamie Foxx and um uh, mm-hmm. I forget the the black girl that's the uh sidekick, I guess if you will. She was, oh, in, she was in she's been in several things. Mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. good other
0: actor.
3: Yeah, he's he's uh it's like a sci fi maybe action flick and you know he's the main character
2: um with, with uh,
3: powers being like if they have these pills that they like push on the streets almost like drugs but like if you mm-hmm. take the pills um you, you get like this unlimited power for like five minutes or so but everybody's power is different oh, oh. You're okay. but yeah that's that's coming <laughs> okay I, I, I think it's coming this month actually yeah
1: on next friday next
2: friday yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, that closes us out for episode eight. Um, is this our penultimate episode? Is that what we're calling?
0: Penultimate. Yes. Our penultimate
1: episode. A God walks into a bar, and uh, it ripped out our hearts, and we fell in love with it, and it was a cute love story. And um, we thank you so much for creating this beautiful content for us, and showing showing people of color in such a and black people in such a beautiful way. So, thank you. Bye. If
2: if you don't take anything else from this episode, what Mel, Mimi, and Kim have taught you is that taking a good dick is worth a tragedy. All right, let's go. Wow.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't teach that. I didn't
0: teach
1: that. But, right on now. Y'all don't listen. Don't listen to him. Bye. (laughs)